Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 157 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, the Raz, with my co-host, the Buck, bringing you new and interesting stories from the far reaches of the internet. And for those of you that celebrate, Merry Christmas. This is December 24th, Christmas Eve, and we've managed to both get our butts out of bed and record a podcast just so that we do not break our streak of 157 weeks straight. That is insane. man. I'll t- that is that is strong, dude. And you know what? I mean, why else wouldn't I take the opportunity to wake up at you know practically the butt crack of dawn to fall off fuck around with my boy Raz? Um, you know what I mean? I think you get up this early so you could smoke weed. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I think you just happened to be awake. (laughs) You know what, though? This is is where the creative juices really start to flow. You know, I would have never thought that, like, uh, the song American Pie would sound good with a country twang. Or I would have never parodied the song When the Wellerman Comes with... My dog. I mean, like, you know, this is all stuff that you get when you wake up at the butt crack of dawn and get high because nobody else is around. It's quiet as a mouse. Right on. All right, Buck, we're going to start with a story from WHO13. This is actually an update from last week. Remember last week we talked about the Roland Story wrestling cheerleaders who decided they didn't want to... um, They didn't want to cheer for somebody who was facing felony charges of... Uh, what 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 was it exactly? Pen- assault by penetration. Assault by penetration. And we were trying to debate with ourselves. With is, a pencil. With a pencil. Is that a stabbing or a raping? Right. Well, we have our answer. This is coming from Story County, Iowa. News, <laughs> new documents obtained by WHO 13 have shedded more light on the alleged assault of a teenager by the Roland Story High School wrestler, Cade Bloon, and another juvenile. Bloom, who is now 17, was charged in early November with assault with an object. They've changed the title a little bit there. This is a Class C felony, and he was charged as an adult. At the time, the Story County Sheriff's Office said Bloom was accused of stripping the victim of their clothes and then penetrating the victim with a pencil. This happened in early 2022. On December 9th, a notice was filed in the Story County uh, District Court stating a deal had been reached for the case to be transferred to juvenile court, where Bloom has agreed to plead guilty to the original charge. The same day, the order was filed by the judge approving the transfer of the case to the juvenile court. Because the charge against Bloom is a forcible felony, even though it has been transferred to juvenile court, much of the information in the case will remain public record. This includes the ultimate outcome and punishment for Bloom. While the case has not yet concluded in juvenile court, the Story County Clerk's, uh, Clerk of Court's office has provided the delinquency petition and statement of facts obtained by WHO 13, and they show the juvenile was officially, I'm sorry, that the juvenile case was officially filed on December 13th. In the statement of facts, it said the victim was interviewed by Blank County Children's Hospital on May 9th. During the interview, the victim disclosed the incident happened at his home at an unknown date close to the time of the 2022 Super Bowl. 
The document said the victim stated he was pinned down by his on his brother's bed by Bloom and another juvenile. He was stripped of his clothes and Bloom inserted a colored pencil into his anus, according to the victim. He said he was reportedly told Bloom and other person to stop and tried to escape, but they were too strong. The name of the other person charged in the assault has not been released by authorities because it was initially charged in juvenile court. Since the charge against Bloom was made public, the Roland County um, so the Roland Story Community School District has faced criticism over its handling of the issue. Well, no shit. School board member Jasmine uh, Godier resigned from the board earlier this month, in part due to the situation. She said the district's administration failed to provide information about the case that the board needed. Bloom, a two-time state res- uh, champion wrestler, was uh, punished by the school district by being forced to sit out 20% of the season. He returned to competition on May 10th in a tournament in Seidel. A Facebook post congratulating Bloom, uh, along with other Roland Story wrestlers, was originally posted on the team's page. And, you know, it goes on about the original story again, but um, one of the things here at the end is our board president and superintendent, who were responsible for informing the board, when I asked why we were not informed, the answer was given that it was interpretation of the investigators' words to the administration, and leaders essentially placed a gag order on the administration. And this is why the board was not informed. Later, upon re- uh, researching that myself, I was informed only a judge can place a gag order, so no such directive was given. They were trying to protect their star athlete. Let's just call this what it is, and let's not try to fucking be obtuse about it and try to make up these different things. You were trying to protect your star athlete. That's about what it boils down to. That's what it sounds like to me, man. You worthless piece of shit. And then you're going to force the cheerleaders to try and cheat. Uh, Cheer for this kid. Man. Man, man, man. And then, and then, they get it transferred back to juvenile court, and and do you still have to register? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. And see, I don't believe. See, I don't believe know, he does. And and that that to me is just. Hmm. Uh uh uh. This 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 kid man. Talk about privilege. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> I mean, I mean, serious. I don't even want to go on about this. I don't find anything about this funny or entertaining. I'm glad. I'm glad we got to uh, to to get an update and uh, and answer some questions that we had about it. But you know, as far as, as far as my comments on, I'm I'm out on this yeah, one. We, this we, kid's too much of a piece of shit. We we have seen a a, a dramatic uptake in listeners in the past week or so. And I'd like to remind everybody that we this is typically a comedy podcast. <laughs> typically, we uh, we find stories that we we find amusing. <clears throat> and um, but the, last week we had this story, and uh, I, we got an update on it. So I just wanted to throw that out there. But we'll, we'll try to keep it more lighthearted the rest of the uh, rest of the hour here. Um, such as a story that actually it's coming from 2020. Uh, it's one we haven't covered before, but it's one that my son actually stumbled across, and he thought that we had to do it, and quite frankly, he doesn't listen to the show because I'm not that, you know, awful of a parent. 
but, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> well, that being the said, you know, we did let the kids watch a violent night last night, <laughs> which if you haven't watched this, it's in theaters, but you can get it on Amazon prime. It's a story of, of Santa Claus. Who's about ready to quit being Santa Claus because he's so tired of children not being thankful. He's tired of handing out video games and, and he walks in, on a home invasion of this rich family <laughs> and he ends up <laughs> becoming the, the 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 superhero uh to save the ch the child and the family and it is one of the goriest it's it's made by the same people that make John Wick <laughs> <laughs> so 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 you we get a glowing recommendation from Raz it's it's gory it's bloody but it's also hilarious <laughs> So would you call it tasteful gore? No. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is a John Wick movie with a Santa Claus instead of instead of Keanu. <laughs> That's hip. But I digress. Our, my my son gave me this story from the Daily News, the um, New York Daily News, not the not the parody one. Uh, arrested Arizona penis man claims there are more penis men like him. Many believe the infamous Penis Man graffiti artist who tagged dozens of spots in Arizona was brought to heavy-handed justice by the Temple Police on Thursday. But containing the spirit of Penis Man is much harder than you would have expected. According to the Phoenix New York Times, a man named Dustin Schumer uh, posted on Facebook Saturday morning that he was arrested in his Phoenix condo by a SWAT team. They raided my condo and vehicle and swarmed my entire complex in West Phoenix with 25 heavily armed SWAT officers and pointed silenced assault rifles in my face. I was booked on 16 counts of aggravated criminal damage, 8 counts of criminal damage, and 1 count of criminal trespass. Uh, all related to incidents where he painted Penis Man on various buildings and objects. But is Schumer the penis man? The, the one that's been tagging uh, spots across the state for two months, capturing nationwide attention? Schumer says no, he's just a follower and did a few of the taggings. I'm not the original. There are hundreds of copycats with very distinctive handwriting. Schumer said that he's heard people in Temple Bar talking about the real, seemingly phantom-like penis man who got inspired to do some of his own. I thought it was a good message, he explained. <laughs> it, do it doesn't seem to be the only penis disciple, as documented by the tweener account, I'm sorry, Twitter account. <laughs> penis man fans at least one new tag has been spotted since schumer's arrest penis pan is penis man is neither a man nor a woman you nor me we are all penis man <laughs> this happened, you know what this happened in 2022 but <laughs> the fact that it... i'm i i'm i'm gonna go ahead on behalf of Buck and Raz at the Social Liability Podcast. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you bear the mantle, well, head of Penis Man. Um, because you, in fact, are the guy that got busted by a whole motherfucking SWAT team for it. Like, you can have it. 
you 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 can have it. Well, it is you. The the fans of Penis Man Twitter page is still active, and it's it's titled the Penis Man Appreciation Society, and with hashtag Free Penis Man, uh, and there are still still tags going up with Penis Man. The latest on November eighth. Penis girl in Portland, Her Majesty graces us with another appearance. <laughs> and there's there's just pictures of the penis man tag all over the place, and then penis girl and and everything else, and uh, it, it just goes on and on and on. But yeah, they're, they're, you know what? Check out this Twitter page; it, it, it's quite amusing. I can't wait to see penis man written on a fuck on a fuck on a uh, train car. You know, you know when you get stopped at a railroad crossing and you see the train cars with all the graffiti go by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I want to see, I want to see Penis Man on a train car. That's, that's what I want. Well, Buck, I actually had to go back and look at this next story because I wasn't quite sure we hadn't done it already. The date seems to say that we haven't because it's dated December twenty third, twenty twenty two. And I saw this literally, you know, we have various sources that I'm not going to go into that we look for our stories. Um, But this one, I was just sitting at the dinner table um, and I was scrolling through the the Facebook news articles and this one popped up. I'm thinking, okay, it's just retelling. No, this wasn't, this is not a retelling. This is a new story, but it is one that we covered last year just before Christmas. (laughs) Really? It's virtually identical, um, but it does reference the original story. So this is from Insider.com. Bomb squad called to the ER after 88-year-old man arrives with World War I artillery shell in his anus. It's time for really? the an- annual European insertion, folks. Doctors in France had to remove a World War I bomb from the rectum of an 88-year-old man. Now, bomb is a subjective term. Just want to throw that out there according to the news site the anonymous senior went to the hospital uh saint monser in toulon uh, to remove the eight inch artillery shell from his anus which he had placed inside of him for pleasure doctors at the hospital were not just concerned about the medical needs of the senior but also that the explosive could detonate in their hospital however it was quickly determined that the risk of explosion was minimal no shit I, I, I hate every time that we have one of these ordnance stories come up. Like, oh, we found this rusty piece of ordnance in the in the in the river, and they call out like six bomb squads to deal with it. If it's been there that long, it's not going to blow up. Doctors at the hospital were not concerned about. Oh, I just read that part. A spokesman for the hospital at Saint Monser uh, told the Daily Mail that the incident last Saturday required the intervention of the bomb disposal personnel, the evacuation of the adult and pediatric emergency rooms, as well as a diversion of incoming emergencies. According to the Mail, the bomb was commonly used by the French military in the early 1900s and is now a collector's item from World War One. The spokesman told the news site that the elderly man is now recovering well and is in good health after the 8-inch long, 2-inch wide shell was removed from his anus. Last year, bomb disposal experts were called to a hospital in England after a man told doctors that a World War II anti-tank shell was logged, <laughs> logged, lodged inside of him. 
<laughs> so uh, apparently we're we're making the tour of the or of the uh, European continent here and covering everything from one side to the other. But something about veterans and old men need to put the ordinance in their anus. You know what though? I mean, like, I guess World War. Well, no, I'm not even gonna go there. I'm not even gonna go there. Just you know what? People are weird. Either way. Well, Buck, we have a story this week from the great state of Florida, and you know what that means. I do. Florida man, Florida man, does whatever the fuck he can, makes headlines every time, Florida's paradigm. Look out! Here comes Florida man. Indeed, here does come Florida man, as a Florida man with warrants arrested after posing for pictures of himself online with stolen guns. If you are a convicted felon with multiple warrants out for your arrest, the fastest way to your arrest could be to post pictures on social media of yourself with stolen firearms. A Florida man who happens to be a convicted felon with multiple warrants was arrested after posting photos of himself holding the stolen firearms online. Giovanni Rodriguez, 19, was arrested Tuesday on arrest on warrants for robbery and burglary by the Collier County Sheriff's Office. Thanks to the great detective work, our deputies were able to locate a wanted felon and take him into custody without incident. The Collier County Sheriff's investigation revealed Rodriguez was selling firearms on Instagram. Rodriguez posted videos and photos of himself holding firearms he was advertising for sale. Some of the pictures were taken outside of his residence. (laughs) One of the firearms was found to have been reported stolen. Deputies located Rodriguez at his residence on Custer Avenue and took him into custody around 9 p.m. Rodriguez faces additional charges of possession of a firearm by a convicted felon after deputies found a loaded handgun inside the residence, which they connected to him, and for the Instagram photos showing him holding the stolen firearm. (laughs) You know, Instagram might not be the best place to sell a gun. Just, Just want to throw that out there. But if you're a convicted felon, probably not... Probably best not to advertise when you have a gun at this point. You know when you're yeah when you're prohibited. That's that in and of itself is a street charge, brother. Yes, indeedy. <laughs> I love the um the picture of him. I can't tell if it's a if it's distorted or if he's actually has purple eye makeup on. But either way, it's still funny because <laughs> he looks like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. <laughs> oh man. I just, I I just have a hard time wrapping my mind around. You know, you'd figure that a convicted felon has already been to prison. He's already he's already done that. You you'd figure that he'd have a lick of of like sense about him when it comes to the dealings of. I mean, like, come on, man. Well, typically, like, you should have known. Typically, uh, career criminals are not the brightest bulbs. Okay, let's 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 be realistic here. We've known plenty of people in in, in and out of jail, and um, a lot of times, like, yeah, I understand why you're here. <laughs> well, you know what, though, I mean, like, I don't know, man. I think um, there's a big difference between a repeat offender and a career criminal. 
He's well on his you way. Know what to, I mean? He's well on his way to a career here. <laughs> he's only 19. He's already a felon and now he's getting multiple new felonies. Yeah, but you know what? If you flip burgers for 40 fucking years, you've got a career as a burger flipper. Is that really some but is that is that really something to brag about on a resume? I, I don't I think mean, I don't think a convicted felon's really something to brag about either, but he's well on his that's way. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but you know, if you're if, gonna if, go, if I, if if I had to, gonna... if I had to brag about either being a convicted felon or being a burger flipper, I would brag about being a burger flipper. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just scaling it though, man. If I'm gonna brag about a career, I wanna, I wanna have a good career. I'm gonna be like a diamond thief. That's a good career. You know, <laughs> that's a good career. If you can move the product. diamond thief, doesn't matter. You know what? Apparently, he can't move firearms either. <laughs> not on Instagram. You can't. <laughs> no, I, that's that's the thing, man. That's the that's a, like why. Either way, either way, whatever. <laughs> Dipshit. Dipshit. Our next story comes from the Huffington Post. Uh, woman accused of stealing Christmas presents from Robert De Niro's home. This happened in New York. Uh, this is from the AP. A suspected serial burglar was caught Monday while attempting to poach Christmas presents from actor Robert De Niro's Manhattan home. Officers had been tracking the real-life Grinch amid a string of recent robberies and saw her bust into the Godfather and Goodfellas star's townhome around 2.45 a.m. on Monday. Inside, they found a 30-year-old woman in the living room attempting to remove property and arrested her. Police have not publicly identified her by name. De Niro, who had been upstairs, came down to the living room as the woman was being arrested. A spokesman for the 79-year-old actor said he wouldn't be making a statement about the attempted robbery. The incident happened at a townhouse on East 65th Street in Manhattan, in case you were wondering where Robert De Niro lived. Uh, the basement door that the woman used to enter the townhome had signs of forced entry. Uh, De Niro's spokesman said it was a temporary rental home being used by the actor. In her words, uh, yeah, no, I'm moving <laughs> now that people know where I live. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, wow. if, if, I, if I had any kind of fame at all, you know, like right now, my, my, my claim to fame is a Twitch account, okay? I, I, you know, I, I've, I've been an actor. I've been on, on several things, but nobody knows my name. Nobody knows who the hell I am. And I still have, you can actually see the remnants of it on the video, if you're watching the video version at all, um, of my security system on every freaking door, window. There's motion sensors and cameras all over my house. If I was Robert De Niro, you better believe I'd have a home security system, for God's sakes. I mean, come on. How do you not know when someone breaks into your house if you're Robert freaking De Niro? I really think it was a temporary rental home. I, I I can't I can't imagine that being his regular pad, man. I just can't. I just don't. I, and and that's probably why they put the address in there. You know, like maybe it was a home. Who 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 even cares? At the end of the day, this this serial burglar. You know, running around, in in New York. Like, did you know? Did like that? That's my question. Did you know that it was Robert De Niro's home? Were you just like trying to like escalate? You know, were you leaving hallmarks? Is it the wet bandits? You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, were were you trying to like start a thing here, 
or or was this just like a really fucked up happenstance like you're in the home you're getting arrested you're like fuck 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 then all of a sudden de niro comes walking down the steps it's 79 years old and you're just like holy fuck (laughs) like (laughs) that's why the cops are here (laughs) like I'm actually about to be not good famous now. Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> can I, can, I, can I at least have your autograph before they take me away? <laughs> yeah, like, no shit, man. Like, my days of motherfuckery are now over. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, De Niro. <laughs> man, I really thought I was going to get into evil league of evil with this one. No, like, bad, shit. Bad, bad horse would never let you in with that kind of reputation. Never. That's that's what I'm saying. Like you'll never ever get through the application process. He still uh, I, he, he he will still vote nay. <laughs> yeah. And if that's you it. and if you if you get any of those references, you're our kind of people. Please feel free to consider us friends. <laughs> and we are back with the second half of the show. Hopefully, I can I can croak my way through this one. I've got like so much just like. In my throat right now. I mean, I blame Sadar because she's been sick for over a week now. <laughs> Neither one of us been sick in three freaking years, and I think she's well over it. I know I am, <laughs> but I'm gonna try to croak my way through this since Buck can't read. Not that he doesn't have the capability, but right now at this particular moment, he does not have the capability. No, no, you don't. <laughs> no, I do not. Our next story comes from The Independent, which is a UK newspaper. Woman accused of throwing computer monitor at airport ticket worker after losing track of her children. A woman was arrested at Miami International Airport after she was caught on video throwing a computer monitor at an American Airlines gate agent. Let me stop right there for a moment. So you know when they report on your tomfoolery while in the UK, when you're in the US, you know you fucked up. That being said, yeah. she was throwing it at an American Airlines gate agent, which if the story was just stopping right there, I would say, eh, we'll see, maybe. <laughs> it is American Airlines. <laughs> but let's keep going here. Uh, Camilla McMilly, 25, was charged with aggravated battery, criminal mischief, and disorderly conduct after the incident on Tuesday. The Alabama woman was in Miami to catch a connecting flight to New York City and became agitated when her two children walked off to use the toilet. While the subject uh, was at the gate agent, uh, her two minor children walked away without notice to the nearby restrooms. Once the subject noticed her children were not with her, she became irate and began screaming, demanding the gate agent find her children. The incident was captured by a fellow passenger and posted on the Only in Dade Instagram account. I'm looking that up. Police said she pulled the boarding pass reader off the counter before taking the computer monitor and hurling it at the agent. The American Airlines employee suffered bruising to her shoulder, according to authorities. Um... There's actually an image covering part of the words here, so I'm trying to to decipher it. But um, 
basically the in, the protection officers inside the airport detained Miss McMillie until Miami-Dade police officers arrived at the scene. Acts of violence against our team members are not tolerated by American Airlines, and we are committed to working closely with law enforcement in their investigation. Our thoughts are with our team member, and we are ensuring they have the support they need at this time. That's a feel-good statement if I ever heard one. You probably just gave her shit for not being at work the next day, but I, I kind of want to watch the video right now, and, um, oh, oh, she's wearing deer horns. She's wearing deer horns, the the agent is, and she's an elderly woman. Oh, there goes the monitor. I think, I mean, this is like an older woman, too, wearing the, the antlers. I think she was going to throw down with this young girl. <laughs> she's not happy, but she didn't run away, either. She just kind of shrugged it off and was like, let's do this. <laughs> Good for her. Yep. You get to a certain point in life, and you're just like, fuck it, let's roll. <laughs> what was it? I don't know how many uh, it would take to kick my ass, but I know how many you're going to use. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and, I like, and I like my chances. <laughs> I, you know, I used to say that I could run faster scared than you could angry. But, uh, yeah, you can't, yeah, no. you, you can't run anymore. Yeah, but but how fast is that yeah. chair? That chair can get like seventeen miles an hour, can it? No, 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 no. It's six point five, man. At top speed? Okay. Yes, at top. They can't. Uh, let me tell you what, man. When you get to his, again, you get to a certain point where you're just like, "Fuck it," and you know it's not because of my age; it's because of my disability. I'm just like, "Fuck it." If this chair could go thirty miles an hour, I want a roll cage. I'd be I'd, I'd be doing it. So what you're saying is, is if me and Squatch were to make a, a trip to, to where you're at and we were to homebrew that chair, which I am sure we can do, uh, you, you'd want it to go faster? Okay. Full disclosure, if we did anything to this chair, it would void the warranty. However... There is another one sitting I'd, behind you. Yes. Mobility One is ready for some upgrades. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, we could totally, we could totally do that. I, I'm on board, man. Let's roll. It literally, let's very, roll. Very literally. Yes. Like I'm not. I, oh. I, I don't know how long the battery will last if we overclock it, but I'm sure we could get that thing a humming. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm in. I am in. Put it on red and spin the wheel, mofo. Let's do it. So if we have any listeners out there that are avid. Um... Small engineers engineers uh please send me some diagrams or your or your plans and we'll see if we can make some youtube magic <laughs> oh 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 you know what i mean like if somebody legit wanted to get involved we could do a half pipe we could have a joust i mean like is any, if, we, hey, listen right now if anybody has any connections with mark roper <laughs> you get a hold of this cat, okay? You look him up on youtube. He's a former nasa engineer <laughs> who does this kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, mark yeah, the guy who does the glitter bombs. Yes, my my kids love. Oh him. yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Or like the squirrel uh, Olympic Ob uh, yeah, obstacle courses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you get Mark Roper, and uh, you tell him we need to modify an electric wheelchair. Rober, Rober, Rober. is it Mark Rober? Rober. Yep, R O B E R. Yep. Nope. You're right. Yep, Mark Rober. In almost every picture, he's got a hat on backwards. I don't know why. Don't know. <laughs> All right, our next story is coming out of Staten Island at silive.com. Staten Island man accused of attacking two with nunchucks during robbery and then headbutting the cop. 
A 28-year-old man attacked two victims with nunchucks during a robbery in Tompkinsville community and then assaulted a police officer while he was being processed at the 120th Precinct precinct Station House in St. George several hours later. Uh, I think it's Jorge. J-O-R-G-I-E. It's just a weird spelling. I'm going to go with Jorge. Uh, you know, yeah, 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 or Georgie. 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 Georgie? Yeah, I'm... Georgie? I, I'm, I mean, like, you know, just go with Jorge for right now. You know, maybe no, they no, misspelled no. I'm it. I'm going with Georgie. It was Georgie. Georgie. Georgie Ortiz. Georgie Ortiz. <laughs> no, man, don't do that, man. Just call him Jorge. All right. All right. Call him Jorge, man. You can't do that, man. Just call him Ortiz. So if, uh, I'm just calling him Ortiz. Solidarity, man. Yeah, you do that, man. Like, let's not bastard. It's Christmas, dude. Like, this dude's already unfaint, infamous for his own reasons, man. Let's not, let's not, let's not do that to the poor guy. Yeah, apparently he's a Mexican ninja. <laughs> okay, now, yeah, Ortiz of Victory Boulevard was told to remain silent while he was being searched at the station house on December fifth, around three o five a.m. Instead, the suspect headbutted the face of a male police officer who was in uniform, according to the criminal complaint and police. The officer sustained redness, swelling, and pain in his face and head. The suspect has been in charge with obstruction, assault, and a harassment in the incident. Ortiz also stands accused of assaulting two men during a robbery at a store uh, steps from his home at 49 Victor Boulevard on December 4th around 9.30 p.m., according to the complaint. Uh, there's a... Uh, El Major Value Deli and Grill is located at the address supplied by authorities. Ortiz allegedly displayed nunchucks to two men before he took a yogurt cup without paying for it. When a 24-year-old man tried to prevent Cruz from leaving the store, the suspect used the nunchucks and his hands to hit the victim on the head and face. The 24-year-old victim suffered a laceration and bleeding on his forehead and pain in his head and body. The suspect then used the nunchucks to strike a 69-year-old man in the face and head, causing a laceration to the cheekbone and pain. Yeah, pain usually accompanies such things. Uh, In connection to the store robbery, Ortiz has been charged with robbery, petty larceny, assault, menacing, and criminal possession of a weapon. The suspect, who stands 5 foot 9 inches tall and weighs 150 pounds, is being held at Rikers Island in lieu of a combined bond mount set at $130,000 and $35,000 cash. He is due back in criminal court on Tuesday, uh, Thursday in both cases, according to public records. Ortiz was convicted of uh, misdemeanor assault in 2021 in the uh, state Supreme Court in Brooklyn, according to the criminal complaint. An attorney for the defendant did not immediately respond to a request for comment. <laughs> a yogurt wow. cup. Wow. All this over a fucking yogurt cup. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> you want some yogurt? <laughs> I mean, it's probiotics, man. It's probiotics. They're super important. Apparently so important that he, he took nunchucks down to the local bodega and decided I gotta have me some yogurt whether I got the dollar twenty-five or not. <laughs> Dude man, he's going down to the best. That's 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 what that supermarket's called in English, El Mejor. That's the best. Oh really? <laughs> that, yeah, so it's the best. 
market. And you know what? That's why. That's why. That's why. Good old no, Georgie. It is the best value deli and grill. <laughs> oh yeah, the best value deli and grill. A mejor value deli and grill. Man, look at the quiere. Look at the quiere. Look at the doy. You know, and el mejor. El you know, mejor. what you. If that's that's what you want is what you get. At the <laughs> at the best. Well, he wanted like, he wanted some yogurt and he got some yogurt. That's what I'm telling, man. Yeah, he wasn't none fucking around. Oh, that was <laughs> no, 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 no. Now, 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 Raz. Before you read this article, were you aware that a side effect of being hit with nunchucks is pain? Wow, that's, that's an incredible <laughs> revelation. Thank God the police, did, you know, thoroughly researched that for us. You know what, though, man, we got all the dogs on that one, dude. And you know what? A handy little snippet of information, <laughs> because it just so happens that I have a chronic allergy to pain. I mean, like, then you should, you yeah. sir, you sir, should avoid nunchucks. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I wonder I wonder what other things out there in the world may cause pain. I wonder if they have like a dictionary or something on this shit. Like at least a like pa- at least like, at least a pamphlet. <laughs> you know, I I I, I want to read the um oh fuck, I'm too stoned to really think about it. What do you think about what is it called? The reference pages in a book. The reference oh, pages. Damn. The bibliography? Yeah. No, 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 Where you look up stuff. Glossary? Oh, no. That's it. <laughs> Holy shit, am I? <laughs> Just let's move on, man. I'm too, I'm too far gone, dude. All right. We're, we're going down to Atlanta with WSB TV 2. Uh, Bibb County deputy arrested after allegedly letting inmates sell drugs in exchange for sex. A Bibb County deputy has found himself behind bars after authorities said he allowed an inmate to sell drugs in exchange for sex. According to the Bibb County officials, there was reports that Deputy Arsenio Jamal King was having inappropriate conversations with a female inmate. Let's stop right there a moment. Uh, most conversations that take place in prison are inappropriate. Let's let's be very real about that. <laughs> and, and, and unless there's ink and paper involved, it's probably not something you want to advertise. You're right. Mm-mm. Yep. Yeah, and and let me let me also just put this out there. Uh, you and I might be the only two people. Well, no, you you were guilty of this because you ended up. Um, dating another CEO. But uh, there is so much fucking going on inside a prison. Whether it's inmates fucking inmates, CEOs fucking CEOs, or CEOs fucking inmates. There is so much fucking going on. It is utterly ridiculous. They might as well have condom dispensers in the housing units. Agreed. Let's be very realistic about this, okay? And I didn't (laughs) I didn't just date the CEO. I actually married that I did, CEO, I, too. It was Christmas, and I didn't want to remind you of that. Oh, bel- uh, remind me of it. it it's, it, 
It is the reason. No, never mind, just, man. It's Christmas. I, just Christmas. It, it's a, no, man. It's a it's a lesson learned, man. That's all there is to it. And it is Christmas. So let's let's move on. What the fuck did this what 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 do we got here? What do we got? Uh according and uh, to, 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 to where did I where did I leave off? The incident reportedly took place between January through April when King was assigned to the corrections division. During the course of the months, King allegedly allowed the inmate to sell illegal drugs in exchange for sex. King would also pass around kites in jail to allow communication. Uh, it's just a, uh, it's usually a note that's uh, folded up like a foot, like a paper football. I mean, it, that's a kite. Uh, he he uh, he's charged with two counts of violation of oath by a public officer, uh, attempt or conspiracy to violate Georgia's Controlled Substance Act, and sexual assault by law enforcement agency employee or agent who engages in sexual contact with an individual in custody of law. So, just anybody who is uh, in uniform or acting under the color of authority cannot engage in sexual activity with anybody. It's automatically considered rape. Rape under the color of authority. There's different charges for it in different places around the country, but there is no place where it is legal. You cannot consent to sex with a public official. Uh, King has been arrested since, and on December 12th was moved to the, uh, he was moved to the patrol division. Oh, I'm sorry. He has been with the sheriff's office since 2012, and on December 12th, he was moved to the patrol division. King is currently on administrative leave pending an internal investigation. He's been charged. Why the fuck would you have to have an internal investigation? He's on leave until his court, when he's found guilty, which he will be, he should be removed and put on the Brady list. Yeah. Yep. No, man. Yeah, this. Wow. <laughs> wow. And legal jargon. Well, in legal jargon isn't it quid pro quo. No, not quite, man. Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're overreaching on that one, bro. Like, yeah. no, 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 no. See, no, and it is disgusting, man. Like the the things that that CEOs do and get away with when they're, it, it, mm, you know, you know, you know. One of the things that really disgusted me was till the day I left, I still worked with this son of a bitch. There was this motherfucker who was a perverted old man. He was a CEO, uh, and he facilitated helping a female CEO go into a male housing unit and was fucking an inmate in the closet on the regular. Now the inmate was just transferred to another prison. I think he got a misconduct and went to the hole for a few days. Big fucking deal. The CO was only fired. I don't think she was ever charged. Nope. And nothing happened to that cocksucker. I'm sorry. I, I and I, that was one of the things I really every time I saw this man in the hallway, I just wanted to fucking punch him in the lip. The same guy who used to bring in food. No. Okay. There was another guy right. who liked to bring in food and set up a whole big buffet in the middle of the uh, the, the restricted housing unit and eat crab legs and steak in front of inmates. Um, no, this was a guy who um, uh, liked liked to consider himself a um, a ladies' man. And was really attracted to younger COs. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
We know who it is. Any of our now I do, any yeah. Any of our listeners and know us know who it is. No, he's a piece of shit. Uh, this next last story, rather, comes from uh, ArizonaFamily.AZFamily.com. Man accused of trying to bring a woman back to life by stabbing her in ritual. <laughs> a Mesa man performed a ritual to bring a dead woman back to life by stabbing her in the heart and then didn't tell in law enforcement about the body for days. The incident happened last month, but 34-year-old <sighs> Joseph Anderson was arrested on Wednesday. According to court paperwork, Anderson met 33-year-old Rebecca Lynn Lambert at a park close to Signal Butte and Broadway Roads around uh, November 12th and took her to his nearby house. Uh, when they went to his bedroom and did methamphetamine, the detective said, <laughs> Anderson told investigators he took a shower and when he returned to the bedroom, Lambert was dead. Court paperwork said Anderson told detectives he wanted to revive her, so he performed a ritual by stabbing her in the heart with a five-inch silver knife. It went all the way into her body. Roughly two days went by, and on November 14th, Anderson was spotted in the middle of the road holding a knife and a hammer. According to court documents, neighbors said he jumped out in front of the driver who went by and then thought he was going to attack the driver who stopped briefly. When officers arrived, he only had his knife, and they told him to drop it, which he did. He was taken into custody. Officers noticed the knife had a little blood on it, but didn't know about the blood, I'm sorry, about the body in his house. Anderson was taken to a facility for those with mental health issues. On November 15th, police said they called uh, his mom from the facility and told her to keep his kids away from his bedroom. His mother wondered what was wrong, so she went to Anderson's house and found Lambert's dead body in his bedroom. She then called 911. Once Anderson was released from the, city, the facility, he was arrested at his home on Wednesday. Police said he admitted to the allegations and he knew that, that it was wrong to stab a body. He was booked in the jail on a fel felony count of disorderly conduct, one felony count of uh, mutilation of a body, and a misdemeanor count of failure to report a death. He also faces recommended charges of being a prohibited possessor of a weapon since he is a convicted felon and not allowed to have the knife. I hope, wow. I hope they know for certain that she died of an overdose. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I can't imagine it getting this far and them not vetting that out. You or, know what I mean? We're just charging you know, with this for now since he's admitted to this and then wait for toxicology to, or an autopsy rather to prove one way or the other. Maybe possibly. I, 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 I don't even think it would get to the charging documents stage. I think they'd just be holding his ass and and with good cause too until until the autopsy was done. It probably wouldn't have taken that long. They they probably rushed it. Like, okay. Like, autopsy got take fucking forever. I don't care what, what the circumstances are. They take fucking forever. I'm just saying they probably tried to put it to the top of the fucking pile. You know what I mean? Possibly, yeah. Cause cause because, you know, it's like, okay, we have a woman here with a hole in her heart. Um, guy says she died of a drug overdose. So, you know, before we, uh, before we bring ink and paper into this, we might want to kind of get to the bottom of this one. You know? Yeah, it's... I'm going to bring her back to life by stabbing her in the heart. Okay. Yeah, where, 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 like... 
it didn't even it didn't even say like where he got that idea from <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah well in a ritual like where did you see this ritual were you watching tv before you smoked meth and and saw this thought that it might be a good idea i thought like, the movie hmm. once that's what i'm saying man like hmm and they were like it was I, it was it blue meth <laughs> I just, I'd, I'd want to see, I'd want to see your cheat sheet. I'd be okay, okay. I see, I see your answer here. How, could you show me your math? Like, Can you show could me you explain? Math? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, hmm. Not your math, the math. Because <laughs> oh this shit god. don't add up. Oh my god, she's dead. I'll stab a knife and resurrect her. Yes. <laughs> like uh no 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 okay folks that's gonna bring us to an end of another episode of the social liability podcast we do want to remind you of our second podcast uh, one that buck hosts called the Subcockles of reddit uh last week I, I i bowed out of that one and a friend of the show sadar took the reins on that one how'd that work out actually i really enjoyed that that was uh that was super cool Indeed. Uh, that show comes out every Wednesday. You can subscribe to that on Anchor, uh, Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, it's going to come out on our platforms, hopefully, eventually. We'll see. Uh, you can also subs- uh, subscribe to the Social Liability Podcast. We would greatly appreciate that. Tell a friend, because it doesn't cost you anything. The only thing it ever costs you is when you pay attention. That's the only thing we ever asked for. Uh, big thanks to all those who submitted stories this week and keep those coming in. We greatly appreciate that as well. You can reach out to us at social liability at iCloud.com and uh, anything else, Buck? I don't think so. No, no, that, that about covers us. Just make sure that everybody has a happy and safe holiday. Very much indeed. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. <laughs>